2: Jordan. Welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We are very pleased right now to have Robin Lochner hey. joining us yeah. in yeah. studio. Robin, how are you? I'm
3: good. How are you?
2: So, I, I said the Browns women's group. What What is the official title of the group? And that's, if that's people want to join, how do they do it? If women want to join, how do they do it?
3: Um, they go on through Facebook and they answer the questions. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: looked right at you, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mike, Mike lacked one of the oh, requirements to getting in. Yeah, yeah.
4: It turns yes. out uh, you do have to be a woman. That's um, the
3: first question. I know. It was. And but it was, says, t- no, decline. Why are you trying? <laughs> right. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> does it really and say that? The, yes. yes. And it by
4: does. the way, that's it, how it works, too, it turns out, because I was very much declined. Can you tell us about how long the group's been going on and how many of you there are and just a little bit of history about the group?
3: Um, The group was started in January of 2019. So just a little over three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, It was started because women got no respect at all in any of the other, um, there's a ton of Browns groups on Facebook. Mm yes, And you couldn't make a comment. It's a real cesspool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got tired of arguing with guys all the time mm-hmm. and trying to prove that, you know, hey, I can like football and be a woman. Right. Um, and so no football. I, I just was I start my own group. I don't need. It. So you started <laughs> so this group. I started the group. OK. Yes. And How then, many members? Yeah. Caught on. caught um, Currently, we're at like 6,300 members worldwide. Oh, we're in like 10 different countries. Um we just had a meet and greet on Saturday and we had around 50 other women show up, but it's nice. hard to get everybody. Uh, That's great though. Hard to get everybody there, you know.
4: <laughs> and so tell us, is it, how, how much better is it for you guys to talk Browns in a, in a forum oh like that? Explain um, that. I
3: mean, we have the same like disagreements discussions. and right. discussions, it's just with more respect. Um, we don't cut each other down, we don't call names, we don't bash our players, we don't bash the team. Um, you know, we just like to talk the game. We mm-hmm. talk the game. We talk what's happening, um, community events, um, players, thing, things to that. Just normal football conversation. Right. So.
4: But without a bunch of people butting without, in and saying, "Well, let me tell you why you're wrong about that." And right. Stuff like that. And
3: we do. I mean, I have a, I have a moderator that helps me. Um, she actually is in Tennessee, mm. um, so it's literally like a full time job. But well, yeah. Uh, we we kinda keep things on the yeah, straight explain and how own. how
4: do you police each other in that way? We didn't what's really... it take to get what's it take to get <laughs> like not be no longer welcome in the forums
3: for... We didn't have to even have a lot of we didn't have a lot of issues until the Sean Watson came. Mm-hmm. Then we had to turn really on post, post approval because every news article was pertaining to that. So everything created the riff, created the drama, created a split. So Um, they've just learned over the years to agree to disagree and have different opinions Mm -hmm. and to be respectful of each other's thoughts and opinions
4: this is interesting though I'm I'm sorry this this is interesting that you said prior to this everybody pretty much got along and you didn't have to throw anybody out or anything like that or or sanction anyone right right and but it this that sort of disagreement and rift within your community only came when when the signing happened oh yeah and oh, yeah. how's, how, how's that been going uh, in there? What's, what's um, well, the overall we've had, tone?
3: We've had to turn on post-approval, which has given us uh, more work to do, Anastasia and I. Um, but uh, it's, like I said, they, they've learned to just kind of agree to disagree and voice their opinions respectfully right. without saying, you know, like, you're an idiot. Why would you think that? You, right. know, that's, you know, they've just learned to be a little bit more respectful. Some women have left. I mean, for every... Um, 100 women that left the group when we signed and said, I can't be a Browns fan anymore because of this. You know, and they, they literally left the group. We got 100 more that wanted to come in, huh. so. Um, you so know. what does the
4: percentage feel like within the group right there, uh, uh, anti this move to, as opposed to pro this move? Or at least well, accepting this I move. mean,
3: I haven't pulled the group, right. so I mean, I can't really mm-hmm. speak on that. For the group, sure. but I mean, it, it's it's kind of like there's there's a lot that are for and a lot that are against, and a, to the point now that you know every other day two more we're coming out in multiples of two mm-hmm. now obviously um, that you know it's just we're like seriously here's two more okay you know so it's like like I said this morning we got 40 more women to go so why mm-hmm. is this anybody surprised at what's happening? Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I think that no, it's good. I, I think that there would be a lot of men that would assume there'd be less divide of this topic around women, which I didn't think would be the case and you're saying is not the case, that there is as much divide amongst women Absolutely. Browns fans as uh, there is amongst men,
3: men well, Browns fans. I mean, we're women, we're not different than exactly. men. We have the same opinions that, that sure. you guys do. We just... Do it a little bit more respectfully to each other in oh, yeah, we in crap our group. We'll I'll co-sign that. I, also, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
4: do think though, based on the nature of the crime, it would make sense that it that women might be more sensitive to this, as opposed to if he had gotten busted for stealing a bunch of cars or something like that. Exactly. Then we then it would be like I can understand, but. There is a. It probably is a different perspective, I would assume, coming at this uh, from a female Browns fans. Uh, Absolutely.
3: And and especially female Browns fans who have been victims of sexual assault. Sure. You know, that's. You know, we have massage therapists in our group. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we get their perspective from it as well. You know, and the same goes with hairdressers or anything like that. Right. No offense, but y'all are men. You can't control. Things. Robin, where are you on this? Did you like the move? I did not move? like the move. Um, Why not? Um, because of the baggage. I mean, let's the be honest. At least. Let, let's, let's be honest. Um, the Browns have been the laughing stock of the NFL for how many years now? I mean, a lot. A long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the Art Model sure. era. So um, you, you, you got a great player but he comes with this baggage. Mm-hmm. Did I like the signing? No. If the Browns would have waited until all the civil suits were done and over with, all this was cleared up, then signed him. That would have been completely different. You know, we we know whether he's guilty or innocent. Mm-hmm. We know how many women there are total. And instead we're just we're playing the long game and it's we're going 2 by 2 by 2. Just do it, you know. I mean, (laughs) you don't affect your fandom, problem. Well, I was
5: I was gonna ask that
3: that question too. Um, How is it? How is it for you? I am a diehard fan. I mean, I live literally, and my husband will attest to this. If anybody's not talking to me about Browns football, I don't listen. (laughs) Um, So. It doesn't affect my fandom because Deshaun Watson is not the Cleveland Browns. He may be the face of the Cleveland Browns at this point in time, but he's not the team. And I love Chubb and Miles Garrett and Kareem Hunt, and I'm not going to say I'm not a Browns fan because of one player. I mean, it is a business. So players come and players go, and we're all aware of that. Mm -hmm. But to say I'm no longer a fan because of one signing, I mean, I wasn't happy they let Hollywood go. That was... That was my boy. I like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, since 2016, when we signed him, I knew hollywoods he's going to be the player, but very underrated, never got used like he should have. Um, but, you know, he left. That doesn't mean I'm not a fan of the Browns anymore. That just means now right. I have to follow Hollywood individually with the Panthers. So. Did, did you,
5: did you? Did you guys have that same type of divisiveness? with like, uh, topics like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was a huge, divisive topic for a lot of other Browns fans. How was it in, in your group? Same.
3: It was absolutely the same. We have um, a ton of uh, women from Oklahoma that are in the group that love Baker, following him through the college days. And then, you know, the, we really like Baker in the group. And it was, Baker has a great personality. Um, the, the progressive commercials, you know, were hilarious. Um, and we kind of like the behind-the-scenes things. Um with the players, because it actually shows that they are people, also instead of just athletes on a field. So, yeah, they love Baker. The, the group loves Baker. Let's
2: show your football fan muscle, because this yep. enough of this. We, you know, we've got your talk on that. One of the things that we have been, we've been beating this drum, and a, a lot of media members were last year. Where is the group? Where are you on the notion that for some reason we can't put? Chubb and Hunt in the backfield or on the field at the same time. Well, does that drive you as crazy as it
3: does us? Yes. And I, I do after the games um, on Sundays, Mondays, whenever um, I do uh, what I call it, Robin's recap, and I always do it the next day because depending on the outcome, I'm sometimes <laughs> too mad to do <laughs> right, it right, right, down Yeah, right. and I need to like um, just basically think it out. Replay, you know, where were we off? What could we have done here? And and so I wait until the next morning, and I I do my little recaps. Um, But I have said that for years. Why are we not putting both backs? Why are we not putting all three back there somewhere? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I... I got so many <laughs> coaching questions, what it's was not the, uh... even funny on what we're doing with play calling and stuff to that nature.
4: What was the mood in the forum uh, when the Njoku sa- or extension happened?
3: Everybody seemed to um, like that. I mean, okay. um, they, Njoku has improved from at least the last two years. He's mm-hmm. gradually, when he requested that trade, um, you know, he's kind of had an off year there, and so we're, we were... I guess tabling maybe that is he is he tradeable or what are we going to get out of him? Right. Um, but then you know he he stepped up. He wanted to stay. He he made some changes. He mm-hmm. improved himself, and I think he keeps improving year after year. A little overrated, maybe worth that money, but he agrees. He's yes. he's tall. He's got so much better with his hands on catching. Yeah. He's not he making as many drops as he used to you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think it was I think it was good to keep him.
0: All right, Robin, you heard you were here for that game we played with the superlatives. So we'll throw a couple of them at you. I know we okay. just at the moment. So one of them was the best player on the Browns. We had three different answers, Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, and Deshaun Watson. I mentioned also maybe you could put batoni on there too who would be your choice um nick player? chubb obviously
3: nick chubb she knows and miles <laughs> every <laughs> time she agrees <laughs> with me i'm gonna say yeah and, 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 me too. and you do yeah, yeah bull
2: yeah. and i almost never agree that's, right. that's
5: so, right so nick chubb is the best you think yes okay. well let's follow that up yeah. with, with somebody who has the most to prove this year one person you got your eye on that's a tricky one too yeah my that's opinion
3: the person yeah. who has the most to prove is greedy williams
0: that's okay. a good one, too. Oh, that is a, good, that is a good one. He, does like, a, right. he was
3: a high draft pick also. and He draft hasn't done pick, much. Always injured. Um, yeah. He's got a lot to prove. I'm sort of kind of surprised we still have him to wow. be honest shots fired
4: greedy Williams no it's, I mean I agree he's a, he's I a like great that. Uh, uh-huh. yeah I, like
0: I thought that. there was a chance he could See be a, a surprise me. cut last year in training yeah
4: I, I just like the, uh, you you just impressed G Bush with your ruthlessness <laughs> yeah I just
3: he goes I like that she's being mean to him yeah. not, I wasn't being mean <laughs> no, I just yeah. think he needs right. to step up right you know yeah. don't yeah don't they, not everything's an injury. Sometimes you gotta suck it up. I mean, come on. That's they, right. It's football. Y- you it's football. sound like my mother, exactly. mother right now. <laughs> I have five boys. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Five, five boys. Five wow. Boys. No kidding. Yeah. There's no mercy. It's it's, <laughs> it's like you're not bleeding, you're fine. Yep. Get in there. Are <laughs> yeah. you?
0: How about golf. most overrated and underrated on the Browns? Do you have one for those?
3: <laughs> underrated, I think, is um, probably Anthony Schwartz you, think, really? he's got really? a, you, you yeah. think he's got a chance to shine? I'm hoping, mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he does. He's so fast. He is. I would like to see us uh, take advantage of that.
4: You think he's going to get some opportunities? I, I also
3: think uh, Jakeem Grant is kind of <laughs> Yeah, we, under, nobody said that. I under- like that. As well. mm-hmm. yeah,
5: he's a he's new return guy. He's going to get some, he's going to get an opportunity. I think he played a lot on offense too. Yeah. I like that.
3: And overrated, I'm going to probably say uh, Jedrick will. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that was three right. then, all yeah. told for Wills. Yeah, yep, yeah,
2: yeah. not
4: Charlie Hew- Hewlett, the uh, long well, snapper.
3: you know. Well, I, <laughs> it's yeah, all right. it's,
4: I, that's
0: my right. I'll die on that hill alone.
1: Yeah. What's so, your
0: biggest concern heading, well, you know, besides Watson? Because we don't know what's going to happen there. But besides Watson, biggest concern on the team right now?
3: I don't really have a big concern on the team. My big concern is play calling. Mm. Hmm.
0: So you're down yeah. on the fans. Yeah. Team.
3: I wouldn't say down, I just want him to be creative, and he's not, he's predictable.
2: What was the the chatter when when the Browns hired Kevin Stefanski? I've heard from uh, women I know that he's somewhat attractive. I imagine that that became a thread Are in the. Are you saying you're <laughs> incapable of seeing that that
0: man is beautiful? <laughs> Come on, you like to be a good. woman. It's a beautiful, beautiful man. I, I think
3: he's referred to a lot as a silver fox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, nice. so, yes. Here, yes. Real
4: question though like, Did he become less attractive because of how he coached last year as opposed to. Was he more attracted to people in yes. 2020 than he was in 2021?
3: Well, I I can't I can't honestly answer that because I've not seen anybody post any pictures of him without a shirt on. Right, true. Um, yep. so no, That's um, a good point. But they do like Co- to post pictures of him at like outings and things. <laughs> when of that
4: you coach nature. the yeah. Browns, though, you age
5: like a president. You really do. <laughs> oh, no, that part, you are not kidding. It's one hundred percent Let me ask you this: so every like, so I, I'm, you got five boys, right? Yes. So true. I so I know you cook up a storm. I know you get it together. <laughs> what is what is what is your game day routine? Like what is your like if you in, home in, or in, away? Home, home. We have a bus Okay, that, Does that shock anyone?
0: No, <laughs> yeah. like, here in we it? haven't even I, I talked about your it. outfit. Is I mean part, she's wearing brown stuff
5: from head to toe, I I her shoes? Oh, yeah, I there's my bus. That. Oh, there's the bus. Oh, there's look look the bus yeah, right there. Got it. Is there any? What type of food is on this bus? Because I'm, I'm big. I have a
3: Browns grill actually. So we just take whatever: sausage, hamburgers, hot dogs. We do stuff in a crock pot, and we sit it
2: out.
0: That's
3: my dog, Cleveland. The
2: ultimate Cleveland sports show needs a bus. I've just decided. we
3: We did not not drive
4: that here, though, today, unfortunately. No, No. I don't drive
3: it. My son drives the bus. What is that? that? That's why you have it. That is awesome. What What is is that game that we just played? It wasn't a game.
0: Oh, what was that?
3: Have I been on that bus? It's a table. You I haven't think
0: done? I have it. Oh,
3: haven't? My. No. oh that, okay. It's a table. Oh, there's a cup
0: holders on the end. I might have right. been on that yeah, bus and you, you didn't know hold, it's you got to really have a place
3: sweet. to hold your beer. You so, we a show from know, that bus? How did you, yeah. how, who designed that and who like? It was, I have five boys and yeah. my husband and. Yeah. Um, Community effort. My husband traded two guns to get that bus. And that is the most
4: Ohio thing so I've heard that, all day. Easily the most Ohio thing I've heard all day.
2: I'll give you two guns for the hey. bus. Deal. It worked. Well, sure don't worry. I
3: never got. have the bus. I, don't work.
0: worry. The governor just made it easy to get, goes, get, yeah, get those uh-huh. guns back. Yeah. So yeah.
3: the bus was like red and white, and it was a camper like yeah. a, a traveling <laughs> so cool. when we bought it. And That's me awesome. and Good. my sons and my husband, we gutted it out. Converted. The whole thing. Yes, we converted the whole thing, and that was. You hit every game. My Browns every home game. Yes.
2: Nice. Season ticket
3: holder, so I'm there.
2: So what's your what's your pregame ritual on uh, on road games when you're at the house? What do you cook? What's on the what's on the menu? It just depends
3: on what they request. They always have different things they they? request, but it's always ready before game because I'm not I'm not cooking a minute. Yeah, Yeah. once
5: kickoff starts, you're working. Great.
4: Good luck, everybody. Yeah. And these are some pictures from the group. Is that what um, we're looking yep. at now? That's cool. And you guys have, like, regular, like, get-togethers and stuff?
3: Um, we had our first get-together, um, but usually I just didn't want to meet up at games and stuff or tailgate.
2: Um, yeah. Are you at training camp all the time?
3: I love training camp.
0: Nice.
3: Wow, good. <laughs> I love training do camp. Do you
2: have a prediction? Let's do two predictions here. Okay. Deshaun Watson somehow miraculously plays the whole season. What are the, what are the – <laughs> it's not going to happen, yeah. but – if the you know maybe he'll play all next year. What kind of team are we looking at with Watson
3: if he's on the season if he's on the field the whole season? That would be great. Um, it, no denying he's a, a superior quarterback. Sure. And we've given him weapons. I mean he's undoubtedly, I definitely think we'd be a Super Bowl contender. Really? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't we be? 13 wins, maybe? Why wouldn't we? Who's, who, who, Listen, who's going against us? Lamar? I've heard,
2: I've heard in Cleveland, I've heard Super Bowl contender a couple of times the Talk last three you. or four years. Hasn't worked out well, that way. The
0: Browns would be a Super Bowl contender if Watson played 17 games. Yes. However... There are a number of other Super Bowl contenders in the AFC because the AFC the is AFC so strong.
2: Is, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's as tough as I can ever remember it being. Yes. right. At least coming into the season. But what if they Pittsburgh. have to go with a backup quarterback <laughs> the Pittsburgh whole year? And now. that's possible, too. I love you. <laughs>
3: Pittsburgh does suck. What if they right. have to go with a backup so. quarterback the whole year, which is possible? Um, I, I, I like Jacoby Brissett. But if we're trading Baker... Or whatever the talks may be, because every day it's something different, and, and the media brings out something different to just stir the pot. So, um, love stirring that pot. Yes, so um, I, I think if they're going to bring somebody else in, um, if I had to say, I would say go after Cam Newton because he's still sitting out there.
1: Yeah,
5: hmm. interesting
2: interesting.
3: She, she hey, listen she I on was... the way to put, put the camera back on
5: take to get rid of these shots. <laughs> we got to endorse her right now. <laughs> she's on the waiver wire. Good. She done told you two or three things. She's upset about Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> she said go get me Cam Newton as a backup to the backup. Listen, this woman is talking that real talk. You need to, if you're a woman, you need to be joining <laughs> this group because this group actually has people that listen and know football. We and do she's at know training football. camp Every single day. I'm just saying that's a personal endorsement like <laughs> okay. it didn't Anything. Here's, a, here's an
4: offer that I think that we should make, or and take it or leave it. Um, you guys have your conversations in there. And, first of all, I that was one of the nicest groups that's ever rejected me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and i has been I, rejected I, a yeah, number of times. Believe no. me, I, I'm so used to it. I have Freezer. so many calluses. I, I felt nothing. But it, I, it was an honor to be rejected by you. But if you guys are ever talking about something in there, we don't expect to be privy to it. But if there's anything that you ever uh, that a, a conversation that you think is important that you think it would be helpful for other people to see, if you send that to us, we're happy to post it from our social media too and stuff. Sure. And you know, if that if that's if that's ever something you want, and that includes if you want us to help recruit or like say, ladies, you know, if you. If anybody wants to join this group or anything, I'm sorry. I'm speaking on behalf of as if I, but
0: <laughs> I, No, I,
4: I'm, just, I'm just saying. If there's anything that you yeah. you want to educate us on uh, that um, you think would be helpful for us to know, what do we
2: get we do. wrong? What, what, so, from a woman's perspective, what's the biggest mistake that men as fans make?
3: you mean towards women's fans or
2: in general, in maybe groups, it could or... be the way we look at women's opinions in sports or are well, we, are we too aggressive? Do we want to fire everybody too fast? Like what's our, what's our,
3: our hitch bandwagons.
2: Are hmm. we really? My, my
3: opinion That's is, interesting. um, cause man, y- y- I've been okay, with this team so... for
2: 56 years and I've
3: got nothing to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean nothing. Well, let's see. So we get the Sean Watson. Everybody's, Excited about this, right? For the most part, the men are all, "Yes, we got a quarterback. We're going to Super Bowl." Blah 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 blah. The women are like, "Hold up, he's got baggage. Um, what about us? We don't care about you. You mean nothing." Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have a conversation with Jimmy Haslam is to see why he sold the Browns to Deshaun Watson because he don't own them anymore. Two hundred thirty million dollars. Deshaun Watson owns the Browns. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So He's at
4: least renting them for four or five right. years.
3: And, were and they I fair to see, Baker in no, your view? No, they were not fair to Baker. Tell us why not. Why are you going to tell Baker, Baker's going to be our starting quarterback. Baker's our guy, we're sticking with Baker, and then you screw him over like that.
2: Look at him when you when say this. <laughs> <you'd say. laughs> <laughs>
3: it's football, it's business, they
2: don't owe him anything. I
3: get it, but yeah. don't you think he took us to a playoff? Don't you think out of respect that they should have at least said, hey, Baker, we know you were injured, but your num- your number sucked. You-, you were off. Right. We shouldn't have played you, and they should not have played him as the coach. He should have said, "I get you. you got the guts, and you want to get out there and play." I have 100. But you're going to sit that. down because we don't want to injure you anymore. Right. So I feel that me, not the group, yep. I feel that they kind of you know injured Baker on top of the injury mm-hmm. because. He's not – nobody wants him. He's still sitting here on our roster. Right. But – and I get that. It's a business. But what pisses me off is Baker, being Baker and cocky like he is, it seems like he's not fighting. And I want Baker to go to training camp. I want Baker to have that cocky attitude and say, listen – I can do this. Let me let me show you that I'm as good as Deshaun Watson. Let me show you my arm's fixed. I can throw again, and, and I'm going to take us back to where we were Particularly when off. they're not right. going to have a quarterback. Well,
0: to I'd start have this no season. problem. I'd have no problem with him doing that. Obviously, it's not going to happen. I wouldn't have a no. problem with that. But I don't think the Browns did him wrong any more than any other player gets done done wrong. In the I just
3: NFL. think out of respect for him and what he's done for the organization and for the community, he's done a lot for the community. He. He should have. They should have said, you know, your your numbers suck. We're going to look for other options. We're keeping you in the loop of what we're doing. You don't have to like it because you don't get to like what your boss decides to do. You know, but your boss is telling you at least. This
4: is going to sound like I'm cleavesplaining to you because Mm. you're not from here. Yes, but I really do think that part of like the reason that you have a hard, like maybe have a harder time uh, appreciating Baker is because you weren't, you haven't been here as long as we were, and we haven't had that horrible thing setting in well, in our in our hearts this whole time well so I mean, he's the guy who finally won us a playoff game right I get it you know no, I, I, I think it's an it. emotional thing I do us. get it as someone me.
0: who grew up rooting for teams no. that never won either also. Yes. yeah but the right. emotion's different when it's your team and Mike yeah, I completely and that's all agree I'm with saying. you and I don't
2: hold that against you bull but you no, no but here's the bottom team. line
0: here's the bottom line is that because you guys are too emotional I agree it. yeah and you overrate what Baker's done for the like most most organizations, if a guy won one playoff game, we're not saying, look what he did. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not
2: most organizations.
0: we well, 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 had one well, in 30 years. we well, well, right. you, should, you shouldn't I, lower
5: uh, your standard We're bull, not. Bull, yes, bull, you bull, are. Bull, I'll come to your your, your defense here. Yeah. I've been born and raised in Kansas, Ohio, right at the shadows of pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm tired of seeing other people go to Super Bowl. I don't. I see Boomer Esiason. I see these guys, the Bengals, go twice. I've seen all these other dudes. I'm like, yo. I, I need something to get there. I shout out to Baker. He's not terrible, but I will give him I will give him credit where credit is due. But at the end of the day, if I can make the move and I'm upgrading, I'm upgrading. The way our movie ends, and Mike and I know this,
2: we're like, careful that anvil that's going to fall out of the sky yep. and hit you. The way our movie usually ends is Baker goes to Seattle and wins the Super Bowl. And we're stuck holding the bag. Yep. Or, or he
5: goes what, to Carolina and you of the first Brown quarterback. He'll go to Hollywood Browns
3: touchdown. fans were begging the Browns
2: <laughs> yeah. to draft Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. <laughs> and
5: we didn't, and he went to Pittsburgh, our hated rival, and kicked our ass for 20 years. So, I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. If the first game of the season is Carolina versus the Browns, that's, right? That's what's coming. If, if Baker Mayfield is versus Jacoby Brissett, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, they, 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 the Panthers got a, The Panthers got a swinging chance. And that' that's true, and the Browns, <laughs> yep. the Browns no might doubt. only win
2: by
0: thirteen. You're yeah. right. All no right, doubt. we got a break. Uh, Robin, you Robin, you were Thanks.
2: fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks, tell Robin. Tell, them, Thanks. tell the Tell the viewers again. It's the Cleveland Browns Facebook group.
3: Cleveland Browns women's Wh- group.
2: Women's group. Yes, Cleveland Browns women's group. If you if you're not a member and you want to join, if you don't want to deal with all, all these obnoxious men. Go. Yeah, that's a good filter, actually. If women ran the world. There'd be a lot fewer oh, problems. My God, and I be so much that. A better place. We're taking a break. We're coming back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show after
6: this. Robin, oh, thanks. thanks. Thank, Thank you, you, Robin. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
5: Get him up out of here. All
6: right, we're back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We're super
2: excited right now because we are going to be joined by 13-year vet from the NBA, I think he spent part of four seasons with the Cavs, including the 2016 championship season. He is a champion. Channing Frye, welcome to the Yay. ultimate Cleveland sports show. Hey,
7: what's going on, guys?
2: <laughs> what's going on? I gotta say, it's great to see that smiling face again. We we miss oh, that face boy. in Cleveland. Well, I appreciate.
7: I miss Cleveland, but you know, I got kids, and we're running around the country doing stuff, and uh, you know, I've just been really kind of happy with what's going on with the finals. These games have been amazing. It takes me back. I get these texts from our infamous text group of like, ah, man, they still running those same plays. And, you know, look at this play or look at that. And <laughs> it, it's nice reminiscing, but six years seems so yeah, long. Oh, my God. Well, it
0: really does. I, I got to go back to the end of it the parade. Because that day <laughs> being downtown for us was like, I mean, I'll never forget that moment of that parade, the sea of humanity down East 9th Street. What was that like from your perspective?
7: Well, number one, I think it was, we only went two square miles and it took us four and a half hours. So (laughs) we were like, number one, we had no beers. It was hot as heck, right? So I brought my kids and my friends and we're in the back of trucks and stuff. So we're like, People are throwing us beers and we're cracking them just to get something to drink. Richard and I, the two people probably least deserved to hold that championship trophy. It got lost behind us because we were last. So somebody ran up and we're the only people, if you look at the film, the only people who have that trophy the whole time until finally somebody from, I think LeBron's crew or whoever was like, what are you doing? Give this back. And we're like, well, we've already had it for two hours, so here you go. The thing's heavy, anyways. <laughs> man. But it was it was amazing, oh man. I'm God. glad I had that video. It was one of the wildest experiences uh, I may ever have in my entire
5: life. Mm. You know, Channing, when you Channing, when you talk about that, I, I've watched that series probably like eight times from beginning to the end. And I, when did I always wondered this? When did you guys have an inkling? Like you down three one to the Warriors, and you had that inkling like oh, we got these dudes. We we, we, oh, we, got, hey, we got these dudes a little bit. We might be able to pull this thing off. No,
7: you know what? Our attitude was we have to muck this game up and we have to, <clears throat> when Golden State is running, and you see how even last night's game, <laughs> they go on these crazy runs. And if you don't stop their runs, if you're not physical with them and stick to your game plan, attack the offensive rack, you have to get layups on them. And so if you watch that series, we settle for a lot of jumpers early, and especially in our losses. And then when those guys get out and run, it's impossible to guard them. So for us, we were like, if we just limit our mistakes, we felt like we had the two best players in the series. For us, we felt like we did. We felt like Bron could get you 40, obviously what he did, and Kyrie could go off between 30 and 50, and everyone else just has to play Minimal mistake basketball, and then I think for us when we figured out we were going to be kind of the the I don't want to say the bullies, but we are the guys kind of messing with Steph, messing with Draymond. Uh, we kind of leave Clay alone because we like him, <laughs> but <laughs> you know we we uh, you know, we just were like if you get a layup on them, you can give your defense a chance to get set. If you miss a long bad three. They have five guys who can get out and run, and then that's dribble handoffs, and then they're running crazy. And being up two goes down, going down seven in three possessions. So that's how we saw it. But uh, when it got to game seven, we said, hey, all the pressures on them, we, we wouldn't have made it here if it wasn't our chance to win it.
0: You know, Shandy, something that drives me crazy, I know it drives the fans here crazy. Uh, and I wonder if it bothers you and the, and the other players. I feel like it's still to this day members of the national media, especially, you know, even the guys on TNT and ESPN will often say when referring to that series, if Draymond doesn't get suspended, the Warriors would have won the game. Okay, listen, we never know what would happen. Who knows? We'll never know. But <laughs> th- but there's guys, it, right? But, it, but it's yeah. so stupid because every year there's a guy hurt. You guys the year before, Kevin Love got hurt. Kyrie, nobody ever brings that up in 2015. No. That gets taught, that Draymond suspension for that game, I think it's brought up as an excuse more than yeah. any other it, that I can think of. Is that is that fair, or does it tick you guys off? Uh,
7: no, those people can kiss my ass, because <laughs> yes! that's, yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and number two, let's be real, the biggest injury, the biggest play in that whole series was Andrew Bogut getting hurt. Yep, mm-hmm. Andrew Bogut, it was that's huge the for them. Yeah. Imagine what Looney is doing, but assist, better screener, better passer, and yeah. better block, shot blocker. Like, when he got hurt, that's when we said we have to get layups. If you watch the first games when he was playing, he was blocking everything. He was everywhere, right? And then when they had to play that small lineup a lot, I think Kevin got a concussion, Richard started. Mm -hmm. So now we were switching all five, which is the only way to really play them. You cannot play basketball defensively against them and put two people on the ball. They're just too well They do three things, all of them, every single one, do three things really well. Maybe except right now for Jordan Poole. I think he does two things really well. But for me and us, when Kevin got hurt, Richard went in, that changed it, and Andrew Bogut getting hurt. The Draymond thing is the Draymond thing. Let's talk about the 24 other technicals he got. It's our job to make Mm, him get another technical. If you didn't... It's our job to make Steph upset where he throws his mouthpiece. Right. It's our job <laughs> to make this game as unflattering as possible to give ourselves a chance. We're desperate. If you're in a bar fight, you, you think I'm, I'm not going to bite you? I'm going to tear your fingers off. I don't care <laughs> if i got to win. <laughs> like, what are we doing? There's no yeah. rules. we got to win. And we yeah. did. So everyone who devalues that championship Loses. just, number one, kiss yeah. my ass. Number two, yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. And number three, we have the greatest championship in the last twenty years, and that's just a
5: fact. No doubt. You, you, yeah. You know, let me let me follow that up real quick because I, I was I be with you, and I was feeling Ooh. so good coming off that, and then the Golden State Warriors did the unthinkable. Now you talked about how hard <laughs> it was to guard these dudes with the handoffs, and then they go get Kevin Durant. And it's impossible. It's And and I told and we got my O.G. Shout out to Brad Sellers, Sellers, the mayor, my O.G. I tell him, I said, listen, I'm gonna let you know right now. I like Chicago Bulls. I like a lot of those teams, but that Golden State Warriors team was the best team ever assembled ever. ever." Yeah,
7: facts. It is facts. Who are you? Who are you switching? Because remember on those old Bulls teams, I'll say this. Steve Kerr was out there. You got whether you want to go with John Paxson. There was a dud out there that was not an elite defensive player. Okay, so you gotta double team Steph. You gotta double team at some point Clay. Draymond is gonna be efficient at what he does. And Kevin Durant is a lot. He's who? You can't say Scotty, you can't say Jordan because they're not seven foot. And at the end of the day, in transition, you're not always gonna be able to match up like that. That was a problem, is that when. Somebody, let's say we switch, which is the only way to defend them. You can't show, you can't drop a nice, you can't double team because who are you going to give it to? Oh, Andre Guadalla, finals MVP, Kevin Durant, oh, Steph, Clay, Draymond. All these dudes are like point guards, except, and Draymond just can't score that well. But regardless, it's the, it's, it was when we were watching film, we were like, all right, who are we going to double team today? The greatest shooter of all time. Or the top three scorer of all time. And then we just got to pick and choose. And then they had the guy who scored the most points in a quarter. So you can't not not pay attention to him and everyone else that got a green light. It's just come on, man, let's watch the film, realize how amazing that team was. And nobody had a chance unless they got hurt, which is why Toronto won. And they still almost lost that series. Kenny,
0: you mentioned the uh, uh, Steph Curry with the mouthpiece. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like that would drive the fans crazy. At the time, I was doing a radio show before moving over to this show, and I would be frothing at the mouth, screaming (laughs) about how much every time he would have that mouthpiece hanging out of his mouth. Where you wanted to jump through the TV, and you know you don't really want to do it, but you don't know you like you get get caught. It made us all so angry as a player. Like, and you just mentioned it briefly that that you would mess with Steph and you mess with Draymond because they were annoying. And even his fans were like, yeah, Clay's not as
7: annoying as those guys. But you guys felt the same yeah. way too, huh? Well, you have to learn to hate them. They are yeah. great, genuinely awesome human beings. Sure. All of them. Andre right. Godal is a college teammate. Steve Kerr is a U of A guy, so he got to be cool. And he was my mentor, <laughs> gave me my chance in Phoenix. Yeah. Sean Livingston is a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Draymond is a great guy. Clay is awesome. Steph is an angel. Like, they're nice guys. Right. They play basketball in a way that is conducive for them to be unstoppable when they get into a rhythm. We had to make stuff up in our mind to hate them. We were
5: like, <laughs> ooh,
7: I hate his mouthpiece. Or why does he rub his feet like that? Like, we watched so much of them. You had to because then yeah. you don't let them t- They're not real. Draymond's a talker, but Draymond's like, That's his job. He has to be the bad kid on the private school team, right? Because that's what gets him going.
5: Because they're nice.
7: So for us, we had to be the bad public school kids that nobody believed in. Right? So that was our attitude. We were like, F this guy, F that guy. Luke Walton and Jer- Luke Walton is Richard Jefferson and I's best friend for a long time. Jaron Collins was on their coaching staff and some of the other guys I've known since my Phoenix days. They text me and Richard, hey, you know, Good luck this series. We said, "F you." Don't text us the whole series. Don't text us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't talk to us. Yes. <laughs> talk to us. <laughs> yeah, you need you need to hate them. Fans love that. You need you that. have to hate them. Yeah. You cannot be. You can't give them an inch, or yeah. else they're going to beat you. Like last night, right. Boston started giving them inches, mm. and they started taking those inches. Yep. And then, you know, like Clay, you don't show on that screen. You're back a foot. You're back. You know, not in his airspace. And now he makes two or three threes. You think Jordan Poole's not going to shoot that shot. He shoots it, makes it to finish the, the quarter. Like those are things you can't
2: give them. You can't give them anything. They're too good. I feel like that's where they won the game. They hit that last second shot going into third quarter. They came out in the fourth quarter and they were clearly inspired by that and they rode it all the way to the victory. I, I want to ask you, why is it, I know he's a great player and everything yeah. and he's the greatest shooter the game's ever seen. But why is it last night, while Steph is throwing one brick after another, finished 0-9 for for three-point range, I never heard Mike Breen. I never heard Van Gutt. Nobody said, and why is this guy getting a pass? Well,
7: I think we look at, like, he's easy to love. And Golden State Warriors fans will, in droves, come at you. They will cancel you so quick if you say anything about Steph Curry. Now, I'll say this. I thought Steph Curry missed those shots because, number one, he was being guarded at half court. He wanted to make an impact on the game. He needed a rhythm. And if you notice, before he made his first one, they were forcing him to make twos. And that is very uncomfortable for him, right? When he can't get a three off, I don't know if he was ready to get into that rhythm. I thought Boston did a good job defensively on him, pushing him into those hard floaters. That's exhausting for him. And then on the other end, you notice everyone has the green light to go against him. Derek White, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They clear out when Steph is on him because that's the matchup they wanted. Boston went away from that. When things got tough, they stopped finding him. Um, He's the only guy other than Jordan Poole that might get you a double team from, from Golden State to get you open threes. But Steph is untouchable. And this is just a fact. He's untouchable about any game if he doesn't play that good. It's just you can't say anything or else people are going to jump on you. He's not like LeBron, which is polarizing. He is the, the poster child. We love him no matter what. And, I mean, he's earned it. He's a bad boy. But, yeah, he doesn't get the same treatment as the no. other superstars. Yeah,
2: he needed, he needed he deserved to have his game ripped last night. And I know he's a great player totally. and everything else, but – It was, he would miss one after another and nobody was saying anything about what the hell's wrong with Steph, right? They just, it just seemed like he was getting a pass for the entire game. It was driving me nuts.
4: Channing, excellent analysis—the kind of analysis we've come to expect from you. I love oh, what I you bring. That. I love what you bring to uh, the NBA in your it, post-NBA career right now, as far as a player. Oh, thank you, thank you. And you and uh, you and obviously uh, Jefferson are great together. You guys, I—you guys get this Muppet reference. You're like the Statler and Waldorf of the yeah. NBA. <laughs> yes. that's you guys. Yes. Just so you know, which is which should be taken as the honor that. with which I mean it. Um, it is. I love. Love watching you uh, play here, loved him, watching you stretch the floor out. Loved being here in 16 for the championship. But we've buried the most important thing that we should be talking about. I want to know everything about Timothy Mozgov, everything you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know Moses? what he ate. I'm
7: gonna tell you this. He was as strong as an ox uh-huh. and he always stayed ready, which is respectable. When we went to the smaller lineup um, with Tristan or me or Kevin or me, and maybe Braun and me went at that four or five. I'll say this, Mozzie was doing full court workouts that were like rookie rookie summertime workouts just so he was ready. Well, he was, also, rushing, Mazi was of course. Also, Mozzie was an awesome teammate. Yeah, oh, dude, listen. I I feel sorry. If it was him or a bear, then. I'd be like, pray for the bear, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, he has the best commercial I've ever seen in my life. All right, let's, life. let's roll About it right group, now. We've got it. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. What? Get this weekstock out of here. I'm hungry for the brew garden. Fabulous food, fine spirits, <laughs> fantastic people. My home away from home. The Brew Garden. Now
2: hiring both locations.
7: Oh my
5: god, I've never (laughs) seen that.
4: I love how he looks off camera. That's probably enough. Just (laughs) the once. I'm hungry
0: for the Brew Garden. Just the once. Oh (laughs) my god, I've never seen that. that. Everyone, before,
4: I know we all want to talk about it, but just shut up for a second. (laughs) We actually have somebody who could answer some questions here. I've I've had so many questions about this for so long. All right, maybe you can help out. Uh, A couple of theories out of the gate, first of all. I'm thinking the jerseys on backwards because they realized that they couldn't use a licensed NBA logo at the last That's second. That's exactly why. So they turned it around because the brew garden manager didn't think about that. Shocker. Uh, yeah, Secondly, oh yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's looking off to the side as if he's already done this like 47 times and it hasn't gone right yet. And he's, fe- he's scared he's going to get yelled at again. Third, I think he got taken advantage of and probably did that in exchange for wings. <laughs> Answer those in any order you want to.
7: Number one, I've never seen Mazi reading an English book. I've only seen him reading Russian books, so I don't know how good his English reading is. Well, number, two, or, you know, number two, that fake jersey, I don't know who BG is. I know he's not sponsored by Brewgards. It's from Team Brugard. It's, it's from oh, Brugard. God. Oh my I did God. not put two and two together, so that's Channing being stupid. Uh, Three, I don't know how many beers I've ever seen him pay, but Brew Gardens should keep replaying this for their entire history. Yes. And he had the Brew Garden, uh, like, ruski hats that they had extra when I got traded here. And so I had, like, seven of them and wore them the whole time. They'd be like, hey, Mozzie, where do you want to go eat? I'd be like, you want to go to the Brew Gardens? (laughs) Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know what was happening. He does weak stuff out of you. Yeah, I'll get that weak stuff. There's another actual commercial with somebody I think works, a lady who works at the Blue Garden that owns it. Yeah, that's, that's equally as funny and awkward. Oh and my like, God. I mean, yes. where are we? Are we in Cleveland? <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Like, what city is that?
2: That is
0: amazing.
4: Yeah, it is. The, if we have the other one, it's fantastic. We oh, we got that it. One. Do we have the other one? There's, there's, there should be one connected to that. You'll find, it's Brewgarden 2, Mozgob or something. I'm on it, hold Brew on. Like he's on okay. it. We're getting to it. Dude. But no, and th- this one opens up a whole new mystery because it introduces a new character to the scenario. Okay. Her name is Lisa. <laughs> okay. All right, and here's what I've noticed about this commercial. This is where he's actually interacting with somebody. And first of all, he says, "Hey, Lisa, you really raised the ceiling," which isn't a saying. First no. of all, and secondly, it's like poorly. It's like it's really. She poorly. raised the bar or raised the roof. And no, I know it should have been one of those things. That's secondly, bad. Lisa's like the most, definitely the most like, no, very Parma, uh, Lisa. Lisa's very Parma. <laughs> oh my god. Lisa's extremely Parma, and they, and also she says, he, she he says, fabulous food. Um, great spirits, the brew garden, my home away from home. And then the tag says, the brew garden, you had me at hello, which makes no sense. <laughs>
6: yeah.
4: it, it's not, that's a, that is a, just a quote from Jerry Maguire. No, they love Jerry Maguire. <laughs> they love the movie. But what does that have to do with brew garden? Nothing. Unlike in the first one where he used the last the tag of his 15-second commercial to mention they were hiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> didn't get
1: that across. These These are are my favorite Do we match? have it or no? It
0: was
4: the
1: best. I'm downloading it now. I'll give you right. two minutes, we'll have. Right, it. me
7: two
0: minutes. We're downloading
1: it.
7: It was,
0: was the best. Chitty, I got to get to something else because I think this is important. <laughs> I, I know we're having More fun. important so than I'm this? I'm telling you. I, I need to know because okay. we got to talk about how the team eventually <laughs> broke up. I, I think that's important. Yeah. You know, fans were Facts. very angry. Like Kyrie was – we all loved Kyrie and then we all hated Kyrie because <laughs> mm-hmm. he wanted out of Cleveland. Right. He recently said that he made mistakes that time. Kyrie is an enigma, Right. There are times where he talks and you're like, this is the smartest guy in the NBA. And there are times where he talks and you're like, this is the dumbest guy in the NBA. I can't explain it. Explain to us, like, what... Is he the smartest guy, the dumbest guy? Is he in between? And what happened between him and LeBron?
7: So, nothing happened between him and LeBron. I think yep. everyone asks me this... A lot of people yep. ask me this question. It's more, have you seen, like, a league of their own?
0: Of course, yeah.
7: Do you remember when... Kit, I think her name was Kit, was tired yeah. of Dottie getting all the attention. Sure, I sure. Think it like. comes to space when Kyrie hits one of the biggest shots in the history of the NBA in the NBA Finals that has never been done before, what's next for him, yeah. right? And it was always going to be Braun's team because of Braun's play style. So it had nothing to do with Kyrie the person. It has gotcha. to do with Braun's play style. Braun makes me, Mozzie, Deli, Shump, Tristan, champions. And that's just a fact. Hmm. He makes us better because we have to be prepared. He makes us better because we expect to win every game. And he makes us better because if we don't win a championship, we're getting shipped out of there. You know that. Right. But you want that opportunity. That same responsibility does not come with Kyrie. And I think he felt like at his age, he could do that. But he didn't know all the other stuff that happens to that the leadership, the the understanding of substitutions, the, the diving into the game. And as Kyrie got older, he realized that his role of making a team good is vastly different than LeBron's role. And I think how they approach the game is vastly different. But Kyrie is an awesome human. He is extremely smart. But Kyrie does not live a regular life most superstars in the NBA do. So sometimes when he speaks, I understand what he's trying to say regular people don't because do you think Kyrie goes to a regular restaurant do you think Kyrie probably gets driven everywhere lives in a big old mansion on the top of some building yeah. he's involved in different charities he comes and goes as he wants to so it's different he's not wrong it's just not relatable at times which is why sometimes you're like what the hell is he talking about and I'm like Okay, I kind of get what he's saying, but the flat right? Earth flatter flat Earth. Yeah,
2: he lost. Well, me that at the was flat on earth. our
7: podcast, and I <laughs> right. think he was trolling. Okay, and then I think so. He said it on our podcast. Yeah, and but then he, he doubled was laughing down. when he said it, and then when it came out during the All Star break, I think he was more like trolling everyone. Yeah, okay. but his main point was, <laughs> I don't believe anything until I see it, regardless. that's, oh, just that's him. fair. That's Kyrie, yeah. Yeah. right? And that's really what he was trying to say right and, and so it blew up into this other thing and he just goes I don't care what people think about me yeah, which he does not fair sure enough, fair so, enough. Uh, no he does not he does not hey which Channing we love him for because it is what it is
2: we've got about three minutes before I let you go yeah. there's got to be one story I'm sure there's a million there's got to be one story from the 2016 season finals or not anytime near the 2016 season mm. that is your favorite story one that you go to when you're speaking to groups or you know, just telling, uh, talking to non-NBA folks. What What is your story from the championship season that you most love to tell?
7: Uh, I'll say this, and I think this is, uh, I don't only tell this to like basketball people, right? Because I've told all the other funny ha-ha stories. So we're playing, and I think people forget that, yeah, we were losing the teams. We had no business losing to them. Oh, yeah. And, right? And so all of a sudden, everyone was like, hey, you know, James Jones was like, enough is enough. Like we have a week before, you know, we play, we gotta go, we gotta fix this, right? So James Jones is like Channing, Mozzie, everyone coming off the bench, we're doing extra work, we're doing this, and really kind of rallied us and kind of brought us together. But it was crazy how we were just BSing a lot of these games, well, they were, and it was just like, wait, this, I don't like losing. And the minute that it came down to Who we're playing? We're playing Detroit in the first round. I had never seen a team go from some golden, excuse me, golden retrievers (laughs) to rabid wolves (laughs) like that. I have never seen it. We couldn't practice. t Lou wouldn't let us practice against each other. It was that intense. Wow. Like, it went from, ah, who we playing this or that, okay, to who is this? Who is my assignment? When does he get in the game? What are his favorite you know, tendencies. When does this substitution? Like, I knew when I would go in to the point of, T. Lou really didn't even have to look at me. Mm-hmm. I'd go in, somebody goes in, I go in. I know the three or four plays they're running. <clears> I know <throat> the four or five plays we're running. And then, after every game, everyone, whether they played or not, was taking care of their body like they played 48 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like- That's We what it were tastes. so yeah. locked in. Yeah, so locked in, it was wild. When I say we're around each other, 14 to 16 hours every day, that is no BS. It was, we practice together, eat lunch afterwards, eat dinner, you may take a nap, eat dinner. It was no, my family did not exist for a part. They see me when I'm going (laughs) to bed, waking up, and after we win a series, it was just crazy how close You know, it was like, God, I'm so tired of going to damn lunch with LeBron. You know, (laughs) but I got to do it. I got to do it. Hey, that's what it takes to be a champion, though. That's what it takes. We know you got (laughs) to
0: go. We really appreciate the time. Real quick, last thing, just a minute on the current Cavaliers, and especially Uh, your guy, Kevin Love, playing this new role.
7: I love – so, number one, Kevin, I talk to him every day. It's my best friend. This role has been great for him as his maturity of the game and to see the game in a different way. Kevin has always been, and I think, is a very underrated power forward in the history of our game. What Kevin has done for the teams he's been on has been amazing. His skill set is top notch. But again, in today's world, where is he best successful? That's coming off the bench, taking advantage of mismatches, being a great vet, teaching guys how to be champions. Um, And so I love this role for him, um, especially if you look at the better teams in the league. They have five guys that are switching guys. Kevin isn't necessarily a switch guy at the starters level right now, but he is an absolute beast when he comes off the bench because of his arsenal both offensively and the rebound the basketball outside of this area. This team is amazing. My biggest question is, if you look at some of the better teams in the NBA, how many guys can make a play for other guys? All right, You look at Golden State, who's elite. They got four on the court at all times. You look at Boston, they have three, maybe four on the court at all times. How many guys other than Darius Garland for Cleveland Mm -hmm. can make a play for someone else? And that's what happened in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. When you take Darius Garland away, everyone at this age is uncomfortable, driving, kicking, seeing Mm -hmm. the game with their head up. They're used to being singular style players. I'm just a three and D, I'm a rolling catch. No, you gotta be two or three different things for you guys to be better also the jump that Isaac isaacoro had this year was amazing i need a bigger jump i need you to be able to catch drive kick out relocate and be comfortable shooting those threes because of all the work that he does defensive end you deserve it you don't deserve 20 shots i would say about 12 <laughs> to 14 is good but if you can get those most of those aren't going to be threes that you with his athleticism with his aggressiveness he needs to attack the rack and finally the bench I love Kevin coming off the bench. I thought Ricky Rubio was huge for them. Yeah, uh, I like Karis Levert coming off the bench, but they need a guard, a, a, a up a, like a eyes up guard to play with that second unit to make it run. Right, and that's just my opinion. Is Rubio an option there still? Do you think he can heal well, up? If he can heal up, I would absolutely take him back. I think
0: DeJante the Murray. Him. I want DeJounte Murray.
2: Yeah, but what are you oh, gonna God, give up to got, get him?
0: Where's he going? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're right? give up the, the city. For that. Yeah. I think yeah. Sexton, Okoro, and 52 first-round picks.
2: Hey, hey, Channing, he also oh, wants a bye. pony for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. San Antonio. <laughs> you guys are that, dismissing that is Dejounte bad. Murray. Isn't no, Dejounte no. Murray a superstar? We're not no. dismissing we're him. Were, we're killing him. No, they they we're not killing him. We're saying you're gonna have to give up too much to get him. Unlike an injured Ricky Rubio, who I
4: think we'd have a pretty good chance
2: at. Yeah, we're pretty good chance. Channing, I want to be. Before we say goodbye, I want to tell everybody you got the T-shirt on, Road tripping. Great podcast. It's it's a great podcast with you and Richard. It's unbelievable. It's the best in the game. Also, your work on TNT is fantastic. Expect much, much bigger things. Phenomenal from Channing down the road because he is, for my money, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Cavs fan and I'm biased, I think he's the, one of the best in the game right now. Oh, he's what phenomenal. He does. He's We're, the best. We we keep him. up the good work. You and Kevin Love are in business with, with the, what's the name of the wine if folks want to buy it? Chosen Family Wines. Chosen yeah, yeah, Family so after wine.
7: I left basketball. Yeah, yep. chosenfamilywines.com, check it out. Uh, just two guys that love wine and want to share it. Uh, it was a big part of our 16 team. That got right. not too big because we nice. won. Um, <laughs> but then you just took that and... And the experiences and seeing new places. I was just in Napa two days ago. Oh. Mind was blown. I was like a little kid out there, you I know. Bet, so yeah. Uh, yeah, check it out. Good Channing, juice. thanks so much thanks, for coming Channing, on. You're Thank awesome. Great man. stuff. Appreciate Thank you. Great, great you stuff. stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Great. Um,
2: I I could pretty much listen I to him could, talk about basketball we all day. Done. Long. I had so many more
0: things. Oh, long. I know. Yeah. Who wants to come? McNuggets. We need that again. We have to get to this. Sean
1: Watson. He's during this interview spoke. Oh, to the media yeah. for the first oh. time since that's March 20th. That's why November.
0: Jay was trying to tell me. Yeah, but yeah. I was trying to tell you
1: guys. We got, we, as much
2: as I hated to say yeah. goodbye to Jenny I'm like, yeah. no, Deshaun has talked. We've got to right, go. What we got?
1: So, as always, when we read what the internet is telling us, mm-hmm. which is how we listen to Deshaun Watson, it is brought right. to you by pcc airfoils looking for oh, a job yeah. with career advancement and great benefits mm-hmm. pcc airfoils is a leading manufacturer in northeast ohio all locations of pcc mm-hmm. airfoils at east lake menor wickliffe and minerva are hiring for all positions starting at 18 dollars and up plus get a full Airfoil, benefit package paid time off and a signing bonus apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more so watson as we were listening to shanning fry watson did speak to the media he spoke Good. for about five minutes uh, Anthony was taking notes for me, so I'm going to read his notes from that press conference. I will say the number one quote that I've seen uh, multiple times on Twitter now, this comes from Mary Kay, quote, I never forced anyone, I never assaulted anyone. That was the main quote takeaway from Doubled down from the what he said on March conference. 25th. Yeah, and here are just some of the, the quick notes from Anthony, who did a great job following. Uh, Deshaun Watson says he's focused on football when he gets into the facility. He claims that he never assaulted or forced anyone into doing anything he says he's not uh, has not worried about the defamation suit he's more focused on clearing his name he stands by his statement that he has not harassed anyone but he does apologize to the fans and everyone else for the circus that's kind of surrounded this whole situation and he says things have been hard as the suits come in to deal with but he's continuing to focus on football and his main focus is clearing his name from all of this as he progresses we'll have that full press conference tomorrow we'll listen to it full uh, we don't have the capability of taking it live yet through our system, but tomorrow we'll react to every word Deshaun Watson said.
2: All right, very good. From the recap, guys, does anything jump out to you? It,
4: the only thing that jumps out to me, it doesn't sound like he said anything, really. No, he uh, doubled down which, on everything he said earlier. It's The important thing is that they felt the need to say something. That's yeah. what we should be taking from yep. it, is that they either are – they just feel like it's the right time, or, they are, or there's been enough pressure applied, or something that they felt the need to – go against what they have been doing this whole time yeah. and send somebody out, send him out to address that. Yeah. That's, that's what I would take. And
2: I, I think that's a smart move. I do. Just to, Your analogy was earlier, you could just stick your neck out and keep taking punches to the face. Yeah. At some point, you don't have to slander the accusers, but at some point, you, you do feel, I mean, like, y- if you're innocent, you, you do you want to scream it from the mountaintops. Look, I did in my mind, I did nothing wrong. Yeah. And yeah. you want people to hear that message because right now, the message from the other side 23, 24, 25, 26, 66. It's been deafening. Mm-hmm. So and, and I'm, I'm glad that he's doubled and, down. And, and, that he said Chief. he did nothing wrong, and that he's not worried about the civil suits is the thing that I took the biggest takeaway.
5: And from. and I don't think I don't think his it, Harden has done a good enough job of just because they roll out two more people. Where's your side of the table? Well, what, where, 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 uh, you're not communicating and speaking. You you speaking on behalf of him, and so I think. But he, I think they realize the best person to stick up for you is you. Is you. Sure.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, this sure. quote that he had that we read: "I never forced anyone. I never assaulted anyone." That that could, that could be true, and he could have still done something wrong.
2: Well, it's to the point that I made a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. In his mind, he may think. That it was completely consensual and these women wanted to have whatever sexual relations happened. Yeah, It's carefully chosen well, language, that's for it sure. It is very carefully chosen language.
4: And I do think that he, uh, I would like to know who motivated this. I would like to know if this is his lawyer saying we. it's important for you to get out there. I would like to know if it was the Browns who said it's important to get out there. Or maybe the NFL. What's I, your guess? I I I wouldn't, I guess would be, I think that his lawyer probably, um, in in tan, uh working with the Browns. I
2: think it's a good decision. But I'll
4: bet you, um, I'll bet you the lawyer, I, I mean, I think Rusty Harden at this point says he's just, they're just taking a lot of flack right now. And I yeah. feel like they at least want to remind everybody of his ar- original
2: stance. Sure. You know? And, and again, he didn't say anything drastically different no. from what he said on March 25th.
4: But I did like the line about him saying that he's sorry about what he's putting the Browns fans through. Even if it it, it acknowledges. Yes, he at least acknowledges what what this is doing to this fan base.
1: Yeah, because it
2: hasn't been good for the
4: fans. Um,
1: No, it hasn't at all. McNuggets. We are already in overtime, but as rule on this show that Mike Polk, when he is here, is required to do a final take. We're going to let Polk tee up his final take. Really
0: quick, just a couple of things I saw from Brown's camp today that I thought it worth noting right before Mike does. Uh, Everybody besides Baker was at, Mini camps and there's nobody like holding out or, or doing anything mm-hmm.
2: like that. Well, it is mandatory. There would be fines involved if not. Right, right. Yeah. But it's yeah. still
0: good that nobody.
4: I, they're, I they're
2: saw they're Lamar guys, Jackson showed up for the first sometimes. time this off with the Ravens. Dear. Right. Sometimes now, people
0: are excused for you know yeah. whatever being old, injuries. Now this, I I, I got to double check this because uh, I, I'm a little confused here. Scott Petrack, uh tweets: Brown safety Grant Delpit hurt. No. Intercepted Deshaun Watson in end zone. I don't know if he put hurt by mistake. I I, I got to That was gotta, like. That's a little confusing the way he worded that. That's a
4: horrifying almost well, piece of information. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I, that he, may,
2: that he, would ruin four of our we're categories. We're time. We got to yeah. do Mike's final take because 110 is and our K. hard York
0: out Kate York missed a 52-yard field goal. Okay. Oh, caught him. Caught him. Yep, Get him out. Um, Go ahead, Mike.
2: The floor
4: is yours, friend. Bring back Charlie Blue. Or who was the other one? Uh, who was? We had a guy Blue, named.
6: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
4: There was a guy named Blewett that we were going to sign. There was a guy named Blewett. That wasn't ideal. Scott Blewett. Uh, Yeah, not not a good name for a kicker. mm, Nope, don't want to do that. So we addressed this earlier um, when we had our extremely impressive guest, Channing Frye, on. Um, awesome. and we showed you the first Mozgov commercial. Let's take a look at the second one now.
7: <laughs> Hi, Mozgov.
5: Hi, Liz. You are my favorite daytime bartender at the Brew oh, Garden. My... You really raised the ceiling.
6: And fabulous food, fine spirits, and fantastic people. Come visit me at the Brew Garden.
5: Brew Garden. Wow. You had me at hello.
6: Hi, Mazgov. Hi, Liz. Okay, you so
0: you get it. <laughs> <bartenders> <laughs> <and> <laughs> <Brains> <laughs> it <laughs> twice. Run By back. the way, I really I, the that woman... Was an actual bartender at Brew Garden. Is it's that true? Because we used to do our radio show from Brew Garden quite a bit. There was an incident which I can't get into. Not, <laughs> not, involved, not involving me. Not involving me something personally. Something involving her. Something worse than that. No, commercial? not involving her either. Something much. Yeah. You did something worse than that. No, Brew I Garden didn't do anything. That commercial. I didn't oh, do anything. No. Someone did. The owner of the Brew Garden did something. Oh, well, I got gotcha. you. But anyway, but she used to be the bartender at Brew Garden, and then you know, yeah. And uh, she was. Uh, Mike, a popular
2: person. For I think Mike to come I visit. think that now that I see that, I think that you had me at hello mm-hmm. was in reference to to her being there. I don't like that his that that that, that makes no sense.
4: I don't like that his <laughs> hand leaves the frame when he says you raised the ceiling, which still is not a phrase. no, that it's people not. actually never say. will be. I don't and my least favorite part that needs to be needs to be brought up is I don't like that he said, you are my favorite daytime bartender. Why so narrow, Mozgov? <laughs> You're telling me that Lisa's not even your favorite in- b- bartender overall. At Brew Garden? I'm, I'm, you like someone. You like a nighttime bartender more. But well, you he's still... playing at nighttime. He he goes
2: there in the daytime before games.
4: Oh, oh, that's so comforting. <laughs> yeah, well, it is comforting. We that's their way. Anyways. Um, G, G. Bush really wants to say something. We're gonna get that, to but my whole point is next time, uh, next time um, Channing's on, I'm gonna get. We're gonna get everything about that. We're gonna break
2: it down <laughs> like it's the Zapruder film. Why not get Tim? Is is Mozgov? Is he back in Russia? You think? Well, he's gotta on be on available.
1: Him. Yeah, I got he, Shannon's number now. We'll give him a He's we'll
2: tall.
4: A call. He's probably on the Pacers still. You can, can we go back to that shot her?
2: though? It looked like Lisa was taller oh. than him.
0: What is she, she standing, standing on? Yeah, yeah.
2: She's. But we don't see the table. No. So it's all
0: just. And no there's only one thing you really see and let's be honest <laughs> right it's, that, it's sweet, that jersey sweet jersey phenomenal yep A terrible jersey. it looks like Delpit was not pulled. hurt looks like, like delpit was not hurt and but the greedy williams is working with trainers as usual all right see that's my Sorry. fear with the, yeah. with
5: both those guys yeah and Denzel
2: to be perfectly by, by, honest. By
5: the way, that commercial would not be shot in 2022. No. No, I don't think it would be.
2: Well, you, you don't think you think it's not... you know what?
5: I think that
4: guy would still shoot that commercial in 2022. I, I, well, he I would. Do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. All right. We're done. Sorry. We're. Yeah. Done. Thank you guys for watching and everything. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're on time. Joe Maurice Claret, and Oh, Maurice Claret's in for me.
2: I'm off tomorrow.
4: Oh, Where
1: you okay. Well,
2: yeah. My wife's having a little procedure. Okay, well good luck. Yeah, hope everything goes well. Quickly, yeah. I know we got uh, 90 seconds. Um, we're playing a game tomorrow, Joe or bro? Because your nickname was bro, Jurevicius from when you infamously <laughs> yeah. st- stood in for him during an interview and bro. the radio station mm-hmm. never knew that it wasn't Love Joe. It. So each, are, each have given five statements about themselves to the – to, to McNuggets that no one else would know. Oh, McNuggets yeah. will read the statement and the panel will guess is that oh, Joe Jurevicious like that. or Bro Jurevicious? I and like I can't, that. Wait I can't for believe that. I'm missing that. that yeah. I know. Executive, executive,
5: executive mm-hmm. produced by Jay Crawford. Yeah, nice.
2: No, I, I came up with that yesterday. A Jay Crawford joined. Yeah. Okay, G-O? we, we gotta good. go. Uh, good luck tomorrow with Thank the. Uh, you. Uh, I hope everything goes well. We're back tomorrow. We'll have the Deshaun Watson uh, interview in total. And Joe Jurevicius is on the program. Have a great Tuesday. See you tomorrow on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show.
6: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.